What is this? A new teaching with authority. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, as we continue to consider the many titles under which St. Joseph is venerated, this week we consider Joseph most strong, most courageous. And so it is the gift and the virtue of fortitude is honored and expressed in the life of St. Joseph. Fortitude is a reminder to us that the way we are put together as human beings, we have desires, we want things. And normally, if that thing is easy to get a hold of, doesn't pose a problem. But when something we truly desire poses a difficulty, takes a little work, little struggle to get it, there's where fortitude must come in. That our natural inclinations, unfortunately our weaknesses, would want to kind of back away from trouble, back away from stuff, unless that thing we want holds such a place in our hearts that we are willing to overcome whatever difficulties may be present in order to obtain it. So there is that natural drive to want to overcome difficulties that we uh, experience in our day-to-day lives. But as a virtue and as an inspiration given to us from God, the gift of fortitude isn't simply about things like chocolate chip cookies and nice cars. It's about how we are to live in this world with a view to the world to come. So we look to the example of St. Joseph, a man of very few words, in fact, a man of no words as far as Scripture gives us, for we don't know anything he said, but he was a man of action. A carpenter, certainly a man who probably had physical strength, a laborer used to doing hard physical work, but also a man of great character, of great inner strength. For consider how it is that he was willing to embrace a very difficult vocation, to be the foster father of God himself, the word made flesh, and all that that vocation entailed, including uprooting his family and traveling to a foreign land as strangers. We don't think of it much these days. People move around quite a bit. But in the ancient world, to be displaced from your homeland, to be an alien in a foreign country, was such a hardship. Not only was the language different, everybody knew you were from out of town. Everyone knew you were different. And people were not very accepting. Exile was a punishment in the ancient world. To be away from family, 
away from all that is familiar. Yet Joseph was willing to do this because he had been given a vocation to be the foster father and guardian of the Son of God and was willing to do because he saw the beauty and dignity of that vocation, willing to do everything within his power to fulfill it. This is fortitude, where we would normally run away because of what's at stake, we run towards the difficulty. We embrace it because whatever difficulty in the short term, we recognize the greater good that lies beyond. So how do we then cultivate within our lives that gift of fortitude? It's one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. It's also a virtue that is a good habit for us to regularly repeat. Well, the simplest way, or at least the most day-to-day way that we can grow in fortitude is, of course, through prayer, but especially in the consideration of God as our true good, to be on fire with love for the Lord. Because, again, if our desire is strong enough, we will go through literally hell and high water to get there. If God is for us our highest good, then nothing else holds a fascination for us. We are willing to endure whatever difficulties come along because we have made God our first greatest love. This happens in prayer, happens in our personal reflection, allowing that knowledge of God to enkindle that fire of love in our hearts. It also finds, just like any muscle needs to be exercised, fortitude, strength of spirit, is found in our own acts of self-denial, our own practices of penance, those works of penance that we perform. Lent is coming. And so as we start to consider that season of discipline, we recognize maybe we've gotten a little flabby in the spiritual life. Maybe we need to tone up where we've gotten weak. So it is by acting on these things that the church presents us, almsgiving, prayer, fasting, We begin to develop those muscles again. We begin to endure those little voluntary hardships. I'll forego that second cup of coffee. I'll give a little extra money to those in need. I'll spend a little more time in prayer. Little voluntary willing acts make us stronger to embrace those more difficult, demanding aspects of our life. But again, when combined with our growing desire for God, these things start to become easier, just as it is easier to lift greater and greater burdens through our regular discipline. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, then we look to the model of St. Joseph. We give him that title most strong. We see how his strength was born out in the way in which he lived his life, singularly through great difficulties because of great love. 
May this Eucharist inflame in us a great desire, a great love for Christ, so that, like St. Joseph, we may endure whatever difficulties may come, so as to possess for all eternity the joy and love of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.